Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Race Tech Suspension Engines Privateer Island Life. Thank you for checking these out. Anaheim 1 is just around the corner. We're going to be back each and every week doing these, checking in with some privateers, seeing what they're doing, see how it's going, and uh, give you guys a little bit of idea of life on the island. And uh, thanks again for listening. Get at the usual spots, of course. Thanks to Race Tech for coming on board. Since founded in 1984 by Paul Feed, they've been an innovator in motorcycle suspension technology. They break through the limitations of OEM design. They specialize in the high-performance suspension parts, service, and setups, modifying the stock suspension stuff to perform at the highest level. They, they support a ton of privateers in the sport, and they will continue to do so. They work, they're doing some work with Moto Concepts guys this year. And, uh, yeah, we love the folks at Racetech. If you use the code PULPMX17 when you uh, check out, you can save on their engines or suspension service at Racetech.com. Just check out the website. they got something for you. Get your oil changed. Get the right spring rate. Do something, all right, uh, to help your bike out and use the folks at Racetech to do that. All right, with me on the line to talk about privateer life and to debate one or whether one of these guys is actually a privateer. First up, he's on the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. He's Alex Ray. What's up, eh, Ray? How are you? Uh, not much, Steve. Just uh, just got back to the uh, trap house, which is my motorhome, and uh, just got back from the gym. And yeah, got a call from a seven hundred two number, so I figured I'd answer. Yeah, why not? Right, see what we're doing. Um, yeah. I hope. How's Cade doing? How's Cade? Do we do we know do we know what Cade's Cade, up to? Cade is good, man. He facetimes me like more than normal now. He's just he's good, man. He's actually. He's got a good job now, you know. He's working with FXR, and and uh, he really likes it. So, I mean, he's getting to work with some of the JGR guys, and his good buddy Kyle Peters, and with Jimmy Dakotas on there as well. And you know, he's getting everybody dialed in. So, so I think he's liking it, and he's having a good time doing it. Is it still hashtag Porcade? I don't know. Uh, I heard some news a little bit, uh-huh. but I, I, I mean, like, but. It still ain't looking good, so who knows? Yeah, probably still poor Cade. Like he can be back sooner than we think type news? Possibly. Whoa. Hashtag go Cade. Go Cade. I don't know. I don't know, though. Right. So, okay. All right. We'll I'll, see how it goes. Also on the line, a true privateer of the sport, a guy who's been in the trenches grinding away. I don't really know him at all, but I certainly have seen him out on the track. He's number 509 in your program, number one in your heart. Alex Nagy. What's up, Nagy? How are you, man? Hey, what's up? I'm doing good. Just uh, did some riding at Milestone today, and then uh, just crashing at my friend Cliff in San Bernardino for the night. So couch surfing here. <laughs> right, right. Now, uh, A-Ray tells me you've been living in your van. Yeah, I have been. I came out to California, uh, I think, just after Thanksgiving, and uh, I pretty much just ran the van life for the past, like, I think it was 24 days. So in the in the span of 24 days, I think I kept track. I only showered, like, every weekend at a friend's place. So I was, I was roughing it pretty hard, and uh, I'd just park wherever. But it was good. It was nice. I was able to ride every day and pretty much get done everything I wanted to in that time frame. So got it done <laughs> bro that's gnarly i mean a ray's yeah. got a ray's got a shower at least in his in his motor yeah, that and he, he's got a place to park i mean the the hardest place about like uh van life in it is california isn't the most friendly place for just like parking uh-huh so when i first came out i was sleeping at like walmart and then uh i kind of had a bad experience waking up to like a tow truck hovering around me in the parking lot like right before it closed oh no way it's like I got out of there, and then uh, I've pretty much just been sleeping everywhere, whether it's uh, 
side of the street by a neighborhood. I've even slept at the hospital a couple nights, no joke. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hospital's pretty chill. Oh, you, you are on the fucking island. There's no doubt with you. <laughs> there's, there's, dude, oh, anything, ever happens, <laughs> anything ever happens, I know just about every hospital in SoCal and which one to try. So. Hey, Ray, this, this guy's on the island. Bro, yeah. Okay, so I've slept in my van a little bit. Right. You know, like I have to. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. But, okay, before this dude got a van, he had, like, a Ford F-250. It was yellow. I I come in. I roll in to the one of the outdoor races. I think it was like Bud's Creek or or something like that. Like it's early in the morning. It's cold, and this dude is in a sleeping bag in the bed of his truck. No joke. Not in the cab. That, in the that bed. was actually my dad. That was actually my dad. Oh, that was your dad. Bag. He was he was nice enough to give me the back seat, and then he he took one for the team. He slept outside. Oh, dude! Wow! Holy cow! So, it's hard. It's hardcore. Yeah, Maggie. I thought WalMarts were cool with campers and people parking out there. Like seriously, they I always thought are. those were a thing. Yeah, everywhere is except for California. They all like close at midnight and have signs up that you're going to get towed. And I always thought it was a joke, and then it almost <laughs> ended up kind of happening, or or I don't know what was going on. I just know there's a tow truck driving around. He was sitting behind oh, me for a while, dude. and I woke up and got out of there as fast as I could. So, do you have like a little <laughs> bench seat behind the main seat? That's where you sleep, like a little bed, a little bench there. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good setup. Like I yeah. got a futon, like uh-huh. right right behind the seats, and then uh, I had a couple. Uh, I had a friend that came out and drove out with me, so I had someone with me for a little bit, and uh, I just got a hammock that I set up on the one side, so I sleep in the futon. <laughs> they got the hammock, and it's like we got our own rooms, you know? Bro, <laughs> please tweet me a photo of this setup. Please tweet All me right. a photo. Um, I'm sure plenty of, plenty of people have seen it at Milestone, and I'd be like unloading my bike. They'd drive past and stop and be like, look at all that stuff in there. And I'm like, yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> now, you're from, you're, from yeah. Illinois, you're from Illinois normally, originally? Yep, yeah, yeah, from Richmond, Illinois. Right. Um, and how's the yeah, race? Was, oh, go ahead, A-Ray. Go ahead. I was leaving, I was leaving Milestone the other day. I pull up to Nagy's van. Like he, it's like two o'clock. He had just got there. Okay. The track is so blown out. Right. I don't know if you've ever seen his Instagram, but every video of him riding is the track is just blown out, <laughs> like baked, everything, no water for like two weeks. It looks like, and I pull <laughs> over to his van. He's unloading, not even got his gear on yet. And I look, and there's something with, like, trash bags wrapped around it. I'm like, dude, what is that? He's like, dude, I've been sleeping in my van for a while. That's my gas can. If I don't put, like, five trash bags around it, I'm going to be freaking dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. TJ's like, uh, oh yeah, man. You might you you might want to put like two over it. I'm like, dude, I already got seven on there, and well, it's, it's still not doing the job good enough. Literally before I before Alex jumped in there, I was gonna say, how's the race gas smell? Like I was really yeah. Uh, it, yeah. it was it was a sealed can of MR Pro Six, and it was still somehow I don't know how potent that stuff is, but it just it gets through some crack in the can. So it's some, that's some heavy duty stuff. I lived in my in 1998. I was a mechanic. My rider got hurt and went back home to Oregon to go get surgery. And he was out for like four to six weeks. And I was in Florida, so that he said just stay on the road. And you know I had no money, so I slept in a nice box van at a moto track for probably four to five weeks. But I showered every day, Nagy. Believe it or not, I went to the gym and worked out. I swear, A Ray, I went to the gym, and uh, <laughs> and, and then I and then. Uh, uh, I showered at the gym every day, so I mean, I mean, I guess that's not an option for you, Nagy. I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 
it was from time to time. Like, like a lot of my friends on the weekends, they would be cool enough to, to like let me come over and shower and stuff like that. But, but during the week, I was always trying to stay as close as I could to Milestone just so I wasn't having to spend as much fuel going all around and everywhere. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it worked out worked out pretty good i mean you get to the point after a week though where you're like i need a shower for sure yeah (laughs) jeez so how okay so let me ask you uh nagy so i've got this thing coming up and you'll be involved in it it's going to be the pulpamex uh privateer fund let's call it i got something going on alex ray won the steve mathis uh, trophy last year for privateer of the year we gave it to him live on the air, um, but I'm going to do. I'm raising the stakes this year, both to both of you. There's going to be cash involved for a privateer, um, and I'll, I'll I'll have more details later. But the the number one thing, Nagy is is a Ray a privateer or what? Like what's the he he doesn't make much money, but he gets some expenses. He's he's got a semi, yeah, like I, I don't fucking know. I, like how are we doing on a Ray? I don't have a salary. <laughs> I do not my, have a salary. I can show you my bank account. It has. Four hundred dollars in it, okay? You like you can, you can kind of look at it two ways with that. I'd say uh-huh. I'd say he's either a very high end privileged privateer uh-huh. or a lower end, uh, uh, I guess, uh, on the bottom of like the factory life. I mean, so he lives I, I, he lives in a motorhome in Elsinore, so that kind of makes him a privateer. <laughs> but he's out of a semi, also, so it's like I know I, it's the gray, it's the in between. He's 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 on the. I, I guess he's right on the line. If I could <laughs> I live know. in that semi, I would. But I have this city <laughs> motorhome that I did the whole 2016 series in with two very very large men who just destroyed this thing. <laughs> One of them, is, one of them was like jumping off the top bunk, doing suplexes and stuff, like wrestle moves, like all the way down to the bottom, like constantly fighting with the other one. So half of the half of the drawers and everything are blown out, and the the table beds broke from them sitting on it and everything. So like it's it's it's, it's bad. Like I I consider myself one hundred percent a privateer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Nagy, I mean, I see both sides, man. And we're going to have some cash for the guy who does well at these rounds. And, you know, I, I mean, I see I see both sides for A-Race, privateer status. You, Nagy, you are you win, though. You are a privateer. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, I think there's no debate in that. I'm, I'm on the privateer list for right, sure. Right, right. <laughs> so, I don't know, A-Ray. We got to put this before the judges. Maybe ask Pookie and Kiefer and, and we'll figure something out because – yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, my bike right now is stock. It's got a pipe on it. So, <laughs> how is uh, a Ray? How's your neighbor? Are you still have that guy that walks around with a bird? No, I actually. Oh, yes, I am. I thought you were talking about Carl, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I still, I still live live next to the guy with with the with the parrot. He wakes us up with that thing every morning, and then uh, we walk out there, and dude, that bird is still shitting all over that dude's back. <laughs> El- Elsinore uh, trailer park life. Oh, dude, yeah, it's one hundred percent. It's it's crazy. Maybe Nagy's got a better deal than you when it comes to that that part of it. Um, I, yeah, Nagy, are you are you still riding Suzuki's or what are you riding now? What what are you riding? I actually I actually made the switch to a KTM for this year. Oh, okay, all right. Any reason why? Uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've been riding the 450 class since, uh, 2014 on a Suzuki mm-hmm. and, uh, my results have pretty much kind of peaked out and I've been a, a night show guy and that's been about it. So this year 
I had a new sponsor come on board called uh, Like You Live, and uh, they wanted to help me out as much as they could, get me bikes. So, I, you know, they uh, got me KTMs, and uh, I just figured I'd make a switch to try and uh, see if, you know, it's time for a change and time to hopefully get uh, into the main event. Yeah, yeah, you're close, man. You, you're close to scoring points in nationals all the time, and you're close to to main event guy. You're like right out of there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm I'm a consistent night show guy. I think I I added it up, and I I made like 58 uh, 450 night shows, and haven't managed to make a single main event. I think the closest I've been was in uh, 15 at uh, MetLife. I missed it by one in the LCQ, and then missed it by two a couple times yeah. in semis and LCQs, but. But other than that, uh, that's about it. Yeah, the MetLife LCQ, I will never get out of my mind. I just, I, that, oh my god, that <laughs> was the best race ever, ever in the history of the sport. The, <laughs> I was in the thick of that shit, man. That was a, that was so damn Kenny Wampus. I don't know what the hell was even going on of, with that race. Of course you were a Ray. Of course you were in the mix in that. That's what happens, um, dude. So. All right, so Nagy, how do you feel coming in the year? Like, do you feel better on the KTM? I mean, look, I'm I'm a member of RM Army. I have a, I have an 18 RMZ. So we're, we're we in the army are disappointed you left us after all these years. But how's the KTM? It it, it seems to be a better bike from everything I read. Yeah, and talk to. I mean, my uh, my honest opinion for a Suzuki is it is a awesome, great bulletproof bike. Like like my Suzukis, I would run the whole season. I think since, like I said, since 14, I was on them. Uh-huh. And every year I'd get a new bike, but I'd do the whole season on it. And I never once had a single, like, weird mechanical, never blew an engine, nothing. Like, they were always good. And uh problem with the Suzuki is it's a really heavy bike, and it's not quite the fastest. So whereas with the KTM, it's, it's the fastest, it's the lightest, yeah. but it's also the most fragile. So, like, every day I'm riding – something like the wheels are really really fragile i was like breaking foot pegs springs just yeah, yeah weird stuff that happens with it that yeah. you wouldn't quite have with a suzuki but i guess that's the price you pay for the yeah. performance it's got yeah it's it's a better bike for sure so a ray how is negi riding a milestone how do you how, what do you see from him on the ktm dude all i see from is it, i mean I'm usually done by the time he gets to the track <laughs> negi what's up with the, what's up with the, with, the, with the what's up with the late arrival what's happening well, let's see. The day A-Ray saw me, I had to drop my friend off at LAX. So I just did like a <laughs> right. like four hours worth of battling traffic. And then uh, every other day, though, for a while there, I was like first one through the gate at Milestone because I was sleeping so close. I had nothing better to do. So okay. I would just show up right when they opened and, and set up and be, be first one on the track. And A-Ray was at the Yamaha track those days. Yeah, he was uh, he was living the good life on those days. But A Ray's always at Elsinore, and I'm always at Milestone, so we're kind of right. we okay. don't really ride the same places too often. All right, so who? All right, so A Ray, I'll start with you. Who's going good at Elsinore right now? I know the MCR guys have been out there. Uh, I, you know, a few other f- top guys have been out there. Who's who's been going well? Uh, the fastest dude I've seen honestly out there was Baggett. Um, uh, he's going good. Bradley Taft is pretty much right there with him and i mean of course ap and uh you know the star guys they come out there you know every now and then probably once a week so so you know i mean everybody's looking good you know i mean i think yeah i mean it's going to be a pretty stacked year i think and they get milestone who's riding well uh i'd say the best person i've seen at milestone was probably taft taft looked uh, really good really fast 
This and, Taft uh, kid. This Taft. There's a lot of Taft hype he, right he, now. He's he's been uh, he's been looking really good. And then also uh, Freezy's always always looking pretty good at Milestone. And then I think Sealy was out there. And then uh, all the Geico guys, of course, yeah. are always looking good. But but not too many uh, not too many big factory guys have really. I've seen it milestone too much other than I think Sealy was probably the, the most big name guy there. Yeah. Hey Ray, how much, how, hey Ray, how much do you get to ride the Yamaha track? Uh, I probably rode it only about four times. Like I was getting to ride it a lot, you know, whenever Davey was riding still and uh, what we were doing our motos together. <laughs> oh no. But, uh, oh. but here, I mean, I've only rode it probably twice since Davey got hurt, just like with photo shoot stuff. But uh, I'll probably once, like I guess the season starts, I'll probably ride it a little bit more often. But you know they have Yamaha, you know they have Barsha and yeah. and uh, and Coop, and then they also have all the star guys too. So it's pretty packed right now. Yep. Uh, but uh, but we'll see. You know, if Jimmy and Jimmy Perry lets me out there. Why don't you just we'll ditch Millsaps and start being buddies with Barsha now? Just be like, hey. No, man. <laughs> no, man, that asshole took me out last year. Fuck that dude. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he freaking cleaned my clock, dude. Uh, Nagy, do you have a Barsha story? Because everyone seems to have one. Do, you, do, you... Uh, do I have a Barsha story? Not really. I uh, Back in the day, I spent some time at MTF, and, and Barsha was always there. But off the top of my head, surprisingly, he, I don't, yeah, he's I don't never, think I got uh, a good Barsha story. He's never come through the pack and just cleaned you out or anything? <laughs> no, no. Uh, not not right. yeah, probably pretty close, but but never hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, so A Ray, you're. You, I mean, you you got some some hype in some of these people I've been talking to about how fast you're how fast you're riding. Do you feel good? Do you feel better than ever? Dude, I feel so good, man. I feel better than ever right now, man. Like I've been on the bicycle, I've been in the gym, I've been doing my twenties, I've been doing everything. Wow, so I'm ready. Nagy, he's all he's all skinny now and eating all this green shit and stuff. Have you noticed this, Nagy? He's like full. I have, yeah. He looks like a new person. Jeez, back it, back it I'm down. Still big, hey Ray. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still big. Okay, I still have a right. big butt. And Maggie, what, what about your diet? Just garbage. Just trying to do the best you uh, can, but you know, it's uh, a lot of in and out, a lot of chronic tacos, <laughs> a habit. Uh, yeah. Farmer boys. It just depends. Jersey Mike's, Chipotle. <laughs> it, it just depends. It's it's tough, huh? Like it's it's yeah. Hard. He can't cook. He literally eats out at every single meal. Well, bro, he lives in his van. What do you want him to do? That's the life. I wish I could eat out every meal. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I eat stuff. out every meal of the day. I still only weigh 140 pounds. Yeah, yeah good point, so right? That is, I, that's yeah, I got it pretty good. Uh, so, Nagy, what do you do for, for money? Do you just kind of go week to week, and do you have a job in the off season to help you a little bit and then save up and come out to Cali? Or how do you get around? How do you get by? Obviously, you're, you're, you're tight with finances. Yeah, I pretty much just go uh, week to week. I I race as much as I can throughout the year, and mm-hmm. then uh, when I'm back home in the off season, I'm doing a lot of work for my parents, uh, doing a lot of exterior work on the house that needs to be done. But uh, other than that, my biggest uh, financial supporter is for sure my family, yep. and uh, that's where the the budget comes from, and that's why I'm always on such a tight budget because I'm not looking to not looking to make my family go broke. Yeah. Well, so. well, you know, maybe. Uh... Who knows, man? Maybe the KTM would be the thing to get you into mains. And, you know, I mean, once you get into, like, fourths and fifths and fifths and sixths in the LCQs, that starts getting the same as the main event money. Now you start rolling it in, buddy. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, I've been uh, – I'm, I'm consistent with the night show, so that, that $1,000 paycheck is uh, – you know, that, that yeah. makes it work week to week once the season starts. But the problem is, is, like, 
right now it's just like building a debt, building a debt, building a debt. And then finally the races hit and you start to kind of recoup on it. But, uh, it's, it's tough. Nice for you, A-Ray, to have that cycle trader deal locked in and, and they run a first class deal. So you're, here's your plane tickets, you know, here's a room and all that. It's, it's nice. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, that's all freaking awesome. You know, it's going to be new to me, you know, this year, a little bit being it, you know, the full year. Last year, you know, I, I did it on my own the first few races, and then uh, they picked me up halfway through the season. Yep. I was flying to a lot of the races and everything um, before, but uh, it was all out of my own pocket and what I made the week before. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be so much better this year, you know, with uh, with the support of Christina and the whole team. You know, there's like Rock River, everybody. They're just so awesome. But uh, but yeah, man, like. I'm like, like Maggie, you know, I'm building in debt right now. Like I said, I only got like 400 bucks in my bank account. <laughs> like, like, I mean, what hey, I got, you know, I got summer... 53 in mine. <laughs> Holy cow. That's, that's cutting her close. Yeah. If I but, get below uh, 50, I think there's like a low fee. So I'm trying to keep it at that 53. Oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, Nagy, Nagy needs Anaheim one to get here real fast, like super fast. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah, same, same thing. Are, are you so? Are, are you gonna like uh, wake up Christmas morning in the van, Nagy, and then just like have a little tree there? <laughs> what, what are you gonna no, do? No, I'm actually. Uh, I I'm staying with my step grandma now. She, okay, she's back from Europe, so I'll probably spend Christmas uh, with with some of my family. Oh, nice. nice. Okay, yeah. So you have somewhere to go once she gets back from Europe. Yep, yep. Yeah, oh. she got back uh, earlier this week, so I, I was able to stay there this week. So that was cool. Yep. Um, and anyway, are you gonna just you're staying out the whole time through Christmas and everything? Uh, no, actually, uh, this is actually the first year, first Christmas in two years for me that I get to go home. Uh, I talked to my mom. You know, I told her I was like, Mom, I'm just gonna stay at home, like, you know, just have Christmas out here with Derek, and uh, you know, go to Golden Corral. <laughs> but uh, you know. You and uh, like nah. you and Jericho can have Christmas together. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've we've had a lot of holidays together, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, my mom, she's. I was like, mom, I'm not paying for a plane ticket. She's yeah. like, well, I'll get you a plane ticket. You just got to be here for Christmas. So oh. I was like, okay, well, all right, yeah, nice, nice, yeah. yeah so hey, I was pumped on that. Is Derek living with you in the, in the motorhome or no? Derek, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. But he lives with you. <laughs> yeah, he's laying on the couch. Dude, he's a factory mechanic. What is he doing living with you? He's saving money. <laughs> he even bought, like, I had, like, this piece of crap truck, man. It's like a little Ford Ranger. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I got a hand-me-down. I actually got my mom's old truck. So uh, I had I didn't know what to do with my old Ford Ranger. So he actually bought the Ford Ranger for me so he could have a truck out here in California. So, so yeah, I mean, dude, we're, we're saving up. I like it. Big. I like it. Well, he needs to save up for another Jericho tattoo. Yeah, man. Like, well, that's what we've been talking about. I was like, I want a tattoo. He's like, yeah, man, I need another wrestling tattoo. <laughs> I mean, he's like, literally Mondays and Tuesdays, he's sitting there on the couch with his face, just glued to the TV, watching wrestling with his, like, Lucha Lord mask on. <laughs> we we got to get him and Wygant together. We have to get them oh, together dude. to talk wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, Nagy, uh, at some point the series is going to head east, as you know. Is this just continued more van life for you? Like, just that's it? Van life? Uh, no, luckily I live in, like I said, I live in Illinois, yep. which is kind of a central location. So every year 
I'm out in California from like Thanksgiving uh-huh. until Dallas in the beginning of February or middle of February. Mm-hmm. And then uh, right after Dallas, I drive back home. And then from that point, I pretty much use Illinois as a home base and just drive out every weekend for every race. Really? With the exception of maybe like uh, yeah. for Florida and Daytona, those right. rounds and stuff, I'll probably stay down in Florida. Geez, that seems like, is it not that far or is it all right to do that? That seems normal. Oh, it's uh 46,000 miles of driving a year. <laughs> there we go. Boom. <laughs> you got yep. it. Yeah. Holy crap. Yep. Yeah, that's some serious. But it's nice to be home and have your – do you have tracks? Do you have Supercross track back there you can ride? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Uh, I live with my family on 10 acres. We don't have a Supercross track, but we got uh, just a bunch of – a yep. big track and a bunch of jumps, a whole bunch of stuff to ride. It's pretty much like a dirt bike playground. So Don't let him lie to you. He's got freaking freestyle ramps. Everywhere in the sketchiest <laughs> jump that you will ever see. Maggie, Maggie's yeah. getting ready for Nitro Circus or, or something like that. Is that yeah, what every year I try and build one jump, like like in beginning of outdoors. Maybe I won't be getting in. Whatever, I'll need like a confidence booster, so I'll just build the just biggest, most <laughs> deadly of a gap I can build, and then just conquer it. And then you feel like a new person afterwards. You know, oh, that sounds safe, eh, Ray? That sounds real safe. <laughs> yeah, we're talking yeah, like bro. fifth. Fifth gear, like over a hundred feet, no backside whatsoever, just straight ninety degree wall. Oh yeah, that sounds awesome. Great, great prep for Supercross week to week. Oh, it man. gets you mentally ready. Yeah, no, it does, right? It does. Uh, um, so yeah, so you're okay. So that's what you do when the series goes uh, goes east. Have you ever thought about doing a Teddy Parks program or anything like that? Well, a lot of guys do. I mean, is it just cost wise? It better to do what you're doing. Just, yeah, cost wise, there's just there's no way you can beat uh, driving it, and um, like you know, if I did the Teddy Parks thing or whatever, you'd have to pay the fee to get your bikes around, and then you've got your one bike is always on the rig, and then your other bikes at home or wherever, and then you're having to book flights, rental cars, hotels. So there's there's a whole lot more that goes into it, unless you were to of course just live on the road and do that whole thing, but that's a whole different whole right. different deal there. So is I it- always like to like to be in control of my own stuff yeah. and, and kind of be able to pick and choose what I want to do. Hey, Ray, you can admire that driving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I would rather honestly just do it on my own and, and drive in a van. Um, yep. you know, just like Maggie said, just, you know, sort of have control over my own stuff and, uh, and yeah, you know, just do be able to do what I want to do. Maybe, you know, if I'm in the area and I want to go somewhere to ride or something like that and, right. You know, I just unload the bike and go. So. Maggie, this was uh, this was um, uh, seven. This was about twenty years ago. But if but if you want to know over Supercross track, twenty years ago, I was on the road with some privateers, and we would ride the track at the Edge Motorsports. There was a Supercross track there. Go check it out. It's it's probably full of weeds. But twenty years nice. ago, it was pretty sweet. What town is that in, or where's that? I don't know. It was in Illinois somewhere. The Edge Motorsports. Oh, you in, ever you ever heard in of them? Illinois? Yeah, I've never heard of it. No. What? Bro, they yeah, were never heard of they it. were like huge back in the day. Big big shop. Big they had a big supercross track. Oh man, I, I guess like that, Northern Illinois or Southern. I don't know, dude. I'm dating myself here, but yeah. Uh, anyways, it was 20 years ago. It was a really good track. You should check it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I knew where it would be. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, A Ray, what um, what's your goal for A one? Like a main event, right? And then go from there. I mean, that's where you got to be at this point for for yourself. Yeah, I would like to, you know, start out the year, you know, with, with uh, just, I mean, I don't want to say, I would like to say with the shape that I'm in and how I'm riding, I think that, you know, I could be top 15 at Anaheim 1. Yep. That's that's what my goal is, you know. I mean, 
you know, that's what I'm working towards, and I work way too hard not to be in the top 15, you know what I mean? Yep. And, and uh, you know, the t- the team's working really hard, you know, with me. And, and yeah, stop, stop, being politically, and, stop being politically correct. We know. I'm we got it. I'm just saying – all right, yeah, you got it. We, All right, we, hey, we did a podcast, a season preview podcast, and dude, I'm not kidding you. We counted 16 guys that should be in the top 10. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> 16 dudes that, like, there's going to be six guys that are going to be so pissed at Anaheim 1 because they're not in the top 10. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Like, there's 16 guys that for sure their goals are top 10, and that's it. And we're like, holy crap, it's deep, you know? Yeah, oh, it's deep. Yeah, so, for sure. And for you, Nagy, just just get into get closer to the top top four in the LCQs and get into that first main event, right? I mean, that's the yeah, yeah. Of course, I want to for sure get in the night show because uh, that's that's the the first step to getting paid right there is, is make the night show and then uh, be in the mix as much as I can for fighting for qualifying positions and whether well, actually, there is no semi anymore. Yeah, so good fighting point, for yeah. fighting for a transfer position and whether it be the Heat or the LCQ, and then uh, hopefully try and get in at least one or a couple main events throughout this year, and that would be uh, that's what I'm looking for is to, to finally make a main. For me, I, I like the change in Supercross. I've always been yelling and screaming on my stupid shows about change in Supercross, but the semi stuff is really going to hurt guys like you both. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to yeah. – it's going to – you're going to lose TV time. You're going to lose a chance to – you know, if, if one thing goes wrong in the Heat, you're done, and now you got an LCQ, so – I like it, but you guys, privateer guys, are going to struggle a bit with the with the lack of exposure. To be honest, yeah. I was uh, I was never that big of a fan of the semi, so I'm kind of happy to see it go. Oh, you are? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, like like for for someone like me, or even even someone like A Ray, the heat race for us is pretty much pointless because those top four spots are yeah. going to be going to the Dungey or Tomac or you know those types of guys. Yep. So you, you pretty much have seven minutes of full intensity that are just useless at that point. Whereas uh, now you got a heat where you're going to pull nine guys out of it and say there's pile up, whatever might yep. happen. Those nine spots are a lot more realistic than the four before. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, Nagy, I don't know how much you've watched A-Ray, but um, you know, you're usually on the track with him a lot of times. But all of us, uh, from JT and Wygant, we love A-Ray's don't give a fuck, send it attitude. And yeah, it is. I can always hear when he's behind me. That's for sure. <laughs> it is. It is epic to watch. It's probably a little bit out of control. I'll be honest, but, uh, a Ray, you, you can send it. And we like that. Uh, yeah. Gotta get the job done, man. <laughs> like go for broke. Caddy Wampus. Yeah. I get Caddy Wampus bump puzzled. No matter what I'm, Half the time on the track, I'm seeing red, you know, so I just got to go. <laughs> Nagy, you could probably use some of that then, some of A-Ray's. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm a, I'm a really calculated and real uh, – uh-huh. I'm a thinker for sure. So, so, yeah, I could definitely use some of the A-Ray craziness. <laughs> just... I ain't thinking shit when I'm riding, man. Like, who knows what's <laughs> going through my head. Oh. I'm, probably th- I'm probably thinking about, like, titties or, right. or something whenever I'm out there riding. Yeah, who knows? I'm – I'm whiskey dick wide open all the time. Never there know go. what's going to happen. There's the non-politically correct A-Ray that we want to hear on this podcast. There it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Titties, this whiskey dick, A-Ray. Yeah, that's me. 
Uh, Race Tech uh, Suspension and Engines, Privateer Island Life, Alex Nagy and Alex Ray on the show. Pulpamex 17 is the code to save at Race Tech. Nagy used Race Tech for a number of years for engines and suspension. Yeah, yeah. A lot of great guys over there. They always uh, did good work for me. Rob, Wyatt, Sid, Andrew, all good people for sure. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Um, hey, I'm supposed yeah, to ask him political. No, he. I mean, you know, I don't know. He's said it, he said it was good. I mean, what do you want him to say? I don't know. Jeez, nah, I'm right? joking. I'm joking. Hey, hey, Nagy, I'm supposed to ask you about driving to Anaheim and your wheel falling off. Yeah, that was actually. Uh, I think I was driving out to California around uh, thanks or after Thanksgiving back in. I want to say it was 2015. Okay, or maybe yeah, yeah, it's probably 2015. And uh, at the time, I was driving an all-yellow Ford F-350 truck. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've seen it at one point or another. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would I would pretty much just knock the drive out on my own. I'd leave Illinois at like 5 a.m., drive to Amarillo, Texas, sleep at a Walmart, and then drive the whole rest of the way the next day. Uh-huh. And uh, I slept the night at Walmart. It was super cold, so I fell asleep with the truck running and the heat on. Yep. And uh, I woke up the next morning. I left. I was driving. And uh, I noticed something on the front end didn't feel right. And I'm like, this is, this is odd. Like, like something's weird. I'm driving down the highway. I'm doing like, you know, 70, 75. I'm swerving back and forth. I'm like, oh, when I swerve to the left, it doesn't vibrate. When I swerve to the right, it does. So I call my dad and he's like, oh, well, like, I don't know. Who, who knows? He's like, pull over and check the lug nuts. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, next exit, I'll, I'll pull yeah. off and check it. Uh-huh. So I'm in the fast lane. I'm passing like three cars. And next thing you know, I hear a big like, bump and i'm looking ahead the whole time like i didn't hit anything in the road yeah and then like a a split second later the truck sets down i look out the side window and the wheel the front wheel of the truck is tumbling next to me (laughs) down the road (laughs) and right when i notice that the truck sets down and sparks just start flying out the side yeah so uh i'm in the middle of tucumcari new mexico i-40 which if you know where that is it's the middle of absolute nowhere yeah tucumcari come spend the night in tucumcari or that that billboard always says or something i almost spent the night on the side (laughs) of the road in tucumcari (laughs) so i just completely crashed the thing into the median and luckily it was all sand and soft so the truck is just truck is just like buried to the axle pretty much laying on frame the wheel went out in the desert I'm sitting there, and uh, I get out right away, and I'm, like, running around in circles like I'm on fire. I can't believe I even <laughs> drove it out, you know? Yeah. So finally I collect myself, and I, I hike out into the desert. And I, I pick up the wheel, and it's just got cactus all over it. I throw it over, like, two fences, roll it back across the road. <laughs> and I get back, and I try calling the tow truck to, like, come and get me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, of course, being the privateer life, you know, you're trying to – save every dollar you can so i try and get the ama hookup for the free tow you know (laughs) and i waste like an hour and a half on the phone with them and and finally i realize that's not going to happen and if it does i'm so far in the middle of nowhere it's going to be like you know 500 bucks anyways yeah so i get the bright idea that i'm going to just put the put the wheel back on and get the truck up and going so luckily i had i had two jacks with me a bottle jack and the scissor jack for the truck and uh i just dug a hole under the truck for the frame and inched the truck back up with two jacks. And then finally I got it up. And then the next problem was all the uh, wheel studs were bent from the wheel coming sure, off. So yeah. all eight lugs were touching the hub. Oh, and uh, luckily the pipe for the jack slipped over him perfectly. So I bent them all back. And uh, I think I snapped two off in the process. <laughs> so I had six lugs left. 
<laughs> I got the wheel slapped on. I took lug nuts off the other three wheels that were still on. And then uh, I drove it like 150 or 200 miles to Albuquerque and fixed there and then was on my way to Southern California a week later. <laughs> oh, God, dude. You're lucky. Seriously, it could have been really serious. It could have been like a real bad accident. Yeah, and, and that, like, I still don't know why the wheel came off. I'm not sure if someone tried, like, stealing it when I was sleeping at Walmart. Cause it's, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I, or, or if it was just a coincidence or what the deal was. But, but uh, yeah, it's true. where it happened at, it was the absolute middle of nowhere. I was by myself. I think I was, like, 18 at the time. And I, I had my two bikes in the back, a bicycle. Like, everything was out in the open. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to end up getting robbed if I stay here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, man. But, um. I made it out. That's probably the most savage story I've ever heard. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, that's some, some good grill stuff. <laughs> can, can you imagine sitting there driving and all of a sudden your wheel just is gone in front of you, just taking off? You're like, uh. Dude, it, was like it was like final destination. Like, literally, I was like, this this cannot be happening. And then before I knew it, I was getting pulled into the shoulder from yeah. the rotor setting down. <laughs> And that was just, every time I drive past that point, I'm like, yep, I yeah. lost my wheel there. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's crazy. You're lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Ray, are you and Derek just going to be motorhome life, the entire Supercross series, or what? what what's your plan? Uh, no, I think he's going back to Oklahoma in February with Benny. Okay. And then uh, me, I'm once once my funds kind of uh, pick back up a little bit, I'm going to probably try and try and rent me a house out here or something get a get a few roommates or something in an apartment what about the sweet setup you had with your uncle or whatever he just got tired of you or what were you bringing chicks no, over like, or what was happening no it was it was just weird you know like <laughs> i don't know maggie did you see about did you see photos of this house or in his instagram or anything like it was a sweet place no i i didn't oh a-ray was living oh, yeah. large for a little while i was beverly hills i was living large in temecula in the 951 with uh with my uncle and uh but yeah you know i just i don't know it, it just wasn't my crowd my man was a piece for, of crap and was just leaking all over his nice driveway and shit for you know, sure maggie he's not telling us something he's not telling us something <laughs> right like yeah we need the details he, he's really he's skipping over something oh i mean what do you want me to tell you i mean that i couldn't freaking bring chicks there and just bang them out like i wanted to i mean hell <laughs> I mean, I got the motorhome now. None of them want to come here anyway. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, what about bringing chicks back with Derek, with, with Jericho, and a motorhome in Elsinore? That ain't going to work. Yeah, he's used to it, man. He he lived on the road with me in 2016. He's seen a lot of things. Yeah, but chicks want to go into the motorhome in Elsinore? Like, that? they're all right with that? Or do you think they're going to get killed? No, they're not okay with it. <laughs> No. <laughs> what about you, Nagy? Any any girlfriends or, or there's just Yeah, I, I've had the same girlfriend for like the past three years, so I don't got any good stories. <laughs> right. So yeah, well you you have a van. So again, if you didn't have a girlfriend, you would have trouble. Like because you have right. a van with a hammock. Right. With a hammock. Yeah. And a futon. <laughs> and a and futon. No <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. So. All right, Praise Tech uh, suspension and engine privateer island life. Uh, I think uh, I think we didn't. I think we get to the bottom of exactly whether A Ray qualifies for this contest or not. For sure, Nagy, you are in. Uh, there's no doubt about that. We're gonna we're gonna pick, well, pick come some. up with some questions and then I'll answer them and then put them in like like have like a debate about it. Yeah, yeah, we need to. We need to. And and then like Bowers, like what is Bowers a privateer? You know, bro, he's getting factory Cali support. Okay. All right, yeah. He's getting Patrick Cowley support. Mookie? Mookie privateer? Nah. 
why? He's got nothing, no salary. He's got a semi, and that's about it. Like, I, I don't know. I'd say Bowers is a privateer. I'd say Malcolm. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Me, and, me and Bowers say Bowers is. Yeah. But we he almost, still has factory shit on his bike. We almost need, like, all the guys on the island. And, Nagy, I'll explain privateer island to you another time. But we, we almost need all the guys on the island to vote. On who on who's a privateer and who's not, right? Like, I don't know. It's just it's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'd say if if you're going to the races and you're you're pitting out of your own setup and that's that's like, well, I don't know. I I don't know what someone like Bowers is going to be doing, but I'd say like like the the true privateers are the guys that show up to the races in a truck or a van. Yeah, and that's what their setup is. You know. Yeah, and A Ray's so. got a semi. He signs yeah, autographs exactly. and stuff, right? So. so, but then again, like A Ray, you're not making one dollar in salary. Yeah, he's not making any money. So, well, that's where that's where it's kind of like uh, it's like the fake backdrop of it's like yeah, everything right. looks good and right. great and cool, but it's all big, just a big show. Dude, there's a lot yeah. of guys like that. There's a lot of riders like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. And, absolutely. And do we have A Ray? Do we have a seven deuce deuce update at all? Like, what's he doing? He's motoring, man. He's training hard. I mean, I haven't really heard much from him. I've just been seeing, like, the videos, like, on his Snapchat and his Instagram, you know, and, you know, like, stuff from his trainer. I um, I saw, I think it was his, his brother. Tyler, him, yeah. Him and his brother were out at Milestone, but I think it was just his brother riding. And uh, he, I think he went down pretty good in the woods. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Tyler's, another guy can, look? Tyler's another guy that can send it, for sure. He's an... <laughs> Dude, yeah, man, that guy has slammed me so hard. Yeah. I have no clue how I still even have a leg. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You know? he's, yeah, he's not scared. Uh, well, hey, thanks to both of you for doing this podcast. I really appreciate it. Our listeners will dig the uh, the Privateer Island life setup you both have going on. Hey, Ray, our guys know you now well, and uh, so they're always cheering for you, no doubt, Pulp, pulp World. And, Nagy, thank you for your time for coming on. We'll definitely catch back up with you down the road and see how things are going. And good luck with the KTM. I'm disappointed you're leaving RM Army, but uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll First time you got to uh, uh, stall it in a race and you just hit the button in, in, in between the rhythm section, you're going to love it. So. Yep. Yeah, um, for sure. Thanks to both you guys. Thank you. Alex Nagy, Alex Ray on the Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. Thanks, boys. All right. Thanks thanks for having me. Me.